everyone, I'm Maggie. I'm Alex. And this is Socially Course. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. And today, because um, we are suckers for... Pain. No, for trailers. Yeah. We have a load of new trailers come out of Comic-Con, so we wanted to get our opinions out there about them. Because you guys are excited to hear them. Oh yeah, you you guys are just dying for us to give our opinions on this. So yeah, yeah. you know we need to we need to please the people really. Um, so first things first. Um, I can't. I'm sorry. It's just not going to. We have watched a select a selection of the ones available because we don't want to you know discuss too many. Yeah. Um. So we have opinions on a few. Shall I just read them out, the ones that I have? Basically, oh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll just take them one at a time. One at a time. And there she goes, basically, you're on again. You're killing again. You don't we, need to get that reference. I don't know why I keep saying it. We um, looked on YouTube. I put a queue together of the things I could see when I typed in Comic-Con trailer. So I think, you know, it is a selection. It's a small selection, but let's be real. We don't want to give too many opinions in one go. So... First one, which I'm excited for, is Fantastic Beasts 2, The Crimes of Grindelwald. <laughs> and I will go into this to say that at the end of the Fantastic Beasts 1 film, I was utterly irritated by Johnny Depp being in it. And that's yeah. weird because I don't mind Johnny Depp necessarily, although he's become a bigger douche by the minute. And I do not um, like him at all. No, you don't like him at all. And so I wasn't that excited for the second one because of him. But now that I've seen this trailer, I think he actually suits the role, which is kind really? of weird. Yeah. An interesting change of opinion for you. Yeah. It's and just when I, I imagine saw... very difficult for you to admit. Yeah. But it's just when I saw those scenes and stuff, I think he just fit the criteria of being crazy, but mm. thinking it's for a good cause well. It's like Michael Fassbender in the new X-Men films or Ian McKellen as Magneto. Like both as yeah, Magneto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They both fit the criteria of being actors who can portray the kind of evil Righteous person madness. yeah, who's doing it for the right reasons or at least in their head perceived right reasons. So I think that was interesting and I, I got really excited by a specific reference at the end of the trailer with Nicholas Fumel. <laughs> that was Nicholas Fumel, by the way, for anyone who doesn't speak cat. <laughs> It was so exciting. And like, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan, as Maggie will readily yes. tell any random stranger she meets in the street. Uh-huh. But um, I'll I must be honest. I did really enjoy Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, I don't know you did, why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you it enjoyed was a, it, it was more a departure than from the typical Harry Potter universe, yeah. and I <laughs> Newt's Commander. I just love him. Like he's great. You, you actually liked it more than me, which I did. was weird. I did, but. Like, but that... I think I've talked you round to it now. Well, I think the funny thing is, is that that trailer for the second one made me want to rewatch yeah. the first one, which I think is a good thing because it makes you want to go back to yeah. relive some of those moments and to be able to then go into the new one yeah. with like all this knowledge behind you. Because, for example, I thought the kid who was um, like naturally super powerful in it—I don't I forget they called them like the children something. Um, I thought he died at the end of the first one, so that's why I want to go rewatch it. And obviously, we saw Grindelwald. I mean, I was also extremely skeptical about Jude Law for Dumbledore. I thought he, I thought they were just trying to shoehorn in Jude Law because they like him. But actually, again, after seeing this, yeah. although they borrowed a shit ton from what Professor Lupin was like when he was yeah. a professor, 
but still, I think it works, and I think I like the fact that they made Newt Scaramander really like they they delved a little bit into his childhood and his history with Dumbledore. Although it is quite hilarious to me that they're portraying Newt Scaramander, the guy who wrote a book about beasts, as being the only wizard who can defeat Grindelwald, who is basically like Voldemort. It, but I guess that's the history of Harry Potter. You know, Harry Potter, a kid, is the only one who can defeat a super powerful wizard that Dumbledore can't defeat. Yeah. And also, if for anybody who doesn't know, and this isn't a spoiler because this has been widely known, the reason Dumbledore can't face Grindelwald is because they used to be really good friends. And actually, the J.K. Rowling confirmed that Dumbledore was in love with Grindelwald. So there was a an actual thing there between them so that's why he can't face him which is a bit of a woolly one but i guess Mm. it makes sense that dumbledore kind of admits that he's got a weakness there and also with tom riddle he had a weakness because he was the one who kind of brought him on yeah yeah um fun fact well it's not the random useless fact but it is a random useless fact about jk rowling do you know what her middle name is do you know what the k stands for clarice nothing it's made up she made it Oh, yeah, no, um, I've heard that before. It was basically to... Distinguish her, I guess? Yeah, it was to, It was the whole woman trying to publish a book thing that no one was latching oh. onto. So she changed instead of... So like T.S. Eliot or Joanne? Jo- jo- I can't actually remember her name. Um, so instead of writing Joanne Rowling or whatever it was, she changed it to J.K. Rowling so people wouldn't automatically be like, oh, it's a woman, dismiss the thing. So obviously they read it and went, oh, these are really good books. Who wrote it? Oh, Joanne. Like, okay, okay, bring her in. So, yeah, there's your random uses fact about Jacob. Yeah. Right? And to be fair, her um, uh, like her actual novel that she wrote after Harry Potter and stuff like that, she published under a male pseudonym. So she did. Yeah. She has a history with that, I guess. Um, so, yeah, there's your yeah. fun fact about yeah. Jacob. And also, if anybody's ever in Edinburgh, there's a cafe where she wrote the <laughs> Harry Potter box that is super popular and extremely overpriced. Not worth the money, but it's got a nice view of the castle. I will admit that because when people said, "Oh, she was inspired by Edinburgh Castle to make Hogwarts," I was like, "What? It's just a, like a rectangular blob." But actually, from the perspective, when you look at it from the cafe, it genuinely does look yeah, completely like different. An castle. Yeah, which is interesting. Anyway, so that was that one. I'm really excited for it. I just like the fact that it is. It has got those la- like Lincolns in terms of. Things that you know from the Harry Potter books that are happening and stuff. So that's always what you geek out about about yeah. kind of prequels, I yeah. guess. In a way, you're like, oh, I know what that means. That's yeah. a thing. <laughs> also, <gasps> oh my god, it's him. Type of thing. Yeah. Which is what literally what you do yeah. the last three seconds of yeah. the trailer. So yeah. what's your name again? And then you were just like, <clears throat> that's it. You're yeah. D- you're yeah. Dead. I was gone. I was gone. But did you also notice at the start of the film that there was a logo for Wizarding World with loads of different yes. ones? Which I'm guessing is them being like, this is a production company now. We're going to pump out a lot of stories about the Harry Potter universe. I've got a feeling it's like MCU. Yeah, basically. It's that's like what the, I, that's the what overarching I felt like. that's what I thing felt like. that kind of, yeah. Um, so that's going to be, you know, fantastic or whatever. I mean, they could um, have made it slightly better named, couldn't they? Wizarding World. But sounds like a shit Disney park. Uh, it is a Disney park. What Wizarding World? Yeah, it's a shit the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. But I think it, it. I think the wands were probably significant. Well, I think which it's, if you looked it's into the main wands of the. So I'm positive one will be the Elder Wand, obviously. Dumbledore's, Harry Potter's. Yeah. Um, but I'm guessing yeah. there'll be a lot more that Newt. there that we will be able to identify yeah. from history. So anyway, so that's that one. So I'm excited for it. Actually, surprisingly, I am. Um, I mean, I'll watch it. Says the man who enjoyed Fantastic Beast 1. 
I enjoyed it more than you did. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm, I'm up for watching it. Which, yeah. like I say, for me and a Harry Potter thing yeah. is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so that's that one. Second one that we watched was the Aquaman teaser trailer, trailer, full trailer Ugh. thing. Which, again, the sad thing is is that you watch it and you think, oh, that looks really good. So it's going to be crap because it's DC. <laughs> and they seem to make a good trailer, but never follow through with the film being really good. Yeah, they, At least in my opinion up until now. Yeah, they haven't. I mean, this is a, a, a old argument, you know, DC aren't in the habit of making good films. Um, they seem to have flopped with almost every single one, basically just not Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman's like the only one they haven't messed up with. Yes. Um, and the only one that everyone was like, oh my God, DC made a really good film. So now they're going to make a Wonder Woman 2 and mess it up yeah. because sequels DC. to popular and good films are never good. Apart no. from Deadpool 2. Um, but like, <laughs> overhyped films, I mean. It's like, oh my god, Wonder Woman 1 was so great. So this is DC going, shit, make a second one. For the love yeah. of God, we're going to go bankrupt. Yeah. Um, we might as well throw a couple of other DC ones in this one at the same time. Yeah, so Titans, Titans. was another one which... Uh... Fuck Batman. It's like, come on, dude, really? Just yeah. fuck. Because Teen Titans was is the actual original yes. DC comic. And it was meant to be somewhat more light-hearted yes um but they still a superhero comic but somewhat more light-hearted but dc being dc in i mean i'm gonna go back to deadpool 2 again where he's like you know you're so dark shouldn't you be in the dc universe it's like yeah it's true it's true all dc are doing is trying to make superhero films super dark and gritty and it's not paying off no. It's not working for them. So now no. they've taken Teen Titans and they've turned Robin into this really broody fucking... Fuck that man. Yeah. I mean, he was my mentor and turned me into what I am today and gave me everything I own. But fuck that man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you've got that. You've got Raven. It. I mean, the, the trailer itself doesn't show you much. If anyone knows anything about Teen Titans, you see the typical characters in there. You've got Raven, Cyborg, Cyborg Beast Boy, Starfire. I don't know who else is in it because I never really... Yeah, part in it, but I, I know some vague. But the main mistake that DC seem to be making is that they're also releasing an animated Titans film at like the same Teen time. Teen Titans or Titans go to the movies or some shit. So they've they've been kind of teasing both of them, which is a yeah. bit of a like a so you're doing the same story just in two different formats. That doesn't seem to be a good idea in my head. Um, so that's a bit weird. Yeah, um, I'm not too no. And what was the other DC one that was on the list there? That was it. Was that it? That was it. Yeah. I thought it was another DC one for some reason. That's pretty much all DC you've done. Fair enough. Um, Then we also had a... From memory, there was a Godzilla trailer, which just let Godzilla die, man. Just let him die. As much as, you know, I do like Millie Bobby Brown as an actress, and that's reason enough for me to watch the trailer, even though it was Godzilla, which is kind of sad, but true but it was basically like from the trailer it's basically like if you know the doom games it's olivia pierce in the form of a person who has a godzilla monster basically no see i still think it's you've got the wrong end of the trailer there i think it's godzilla is a good guy well no 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 no. sorry 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 who is now helping the humans to defeat the other yeah yeah, no so sorry sorry but yeah that's what i mean so so like olivia pierce in terms of she's on the side of evil Kind of, but not not Godzilla necessarily, just an evil monster. And she's basically unleashed it on the world, which is what Olivia Pearson did, wasn't she? You like, are... I don't know where this metaphor's going. I well, no, didn't Olivia Pearson like, kind of get 
get sucked in by hell and then she kind of tried to make sure that hell would be able to take over well Mars. she died she basically opened a portal to hell yeah that's what she did yeah so the demons get she was bad yeah there's yeah. no good positive reasoning behind it at all no and that's what I mean, but, like, the, the woman in this trailer, it says, like, you're a monster, and she's like, I just do what I have to do, or whatever, something like that, she said. So that's what I mean, it's like, she released the monster, she, like, forced the US government to release this monster onto the world, is what it seemed like to be. I don't know. That's I where I'm going with my metaphor. I'll be honest, I did not pay that close attention to the trailer. Awesome. So, that one, nah. Um, Mainly because I didn't care about it. I, I'll be honest, when it, if it saw up and I saw Millie Bobby Brown, I was like, oh, cool, Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. Like, oh, but, shit. I mean, she has to break out of it at some point. No, I'm not so. saying that in a bad way. I'm just like, I immediately went to, oh, it's a new Stranger Things um, trailer. Awesome. Ooh, that's another one to include, Stranger Things Why? There's three. nothing to talk about. Nothing happens. I know, which is weird. But at the same time, if they're building a new mall and stuff, is that how they're going to somehow accidentally break a barrier, I'm guessing, is what I'm, what I'm going with. I mean, I imagine so. I mean, also, if you look at the trailer, though, everything's already open and things like that. And obviously, there are characters that we see in it who are in the TV show. And but but, I think the thing was that they are trying to say to say that apparently the new season is going to be in the Back to the Future era, oh. kind of nineteen eighties kind of era. So I think they're just trying to set the tone with that teaser to say this is the era that we're yeah, going this with. Is the kind pop of thing. Each each season has a different era yeah. that they go with. So. That's the pop culture that they're going with with that one. That's fine. I mean, it, it didn't tell you anything. No, not um, really. And, but yeah, I mean, I'm still going to watch the new season and everything like that. It's just the trailer didn't really give anything away. It's a teaser anyway, so yeah. it's not going to give much away. So, this, so I thought I'd mention that one there. Then we saw a teaser. No, a, a trailer that was a full five and a half minute trailer that we did not watch through for Black Lightning which is a Netflix, basically like Luke Cage, but... That's what it seemed like. like I mean, you watch the trailer and you're like, there's, there's Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. This is good. Yeah. Like, it's not a... But he's got kids. It's not so. a derogatory thing or anything like that. It's just like, this is... But he's got kids, so it's different. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. He's got a family, Alex. My bad. It's basically taken with Luke Cage together. Basically, because he, he, what well, happens is know, that they kidnap his... I don't know if it's his daughters, though, because he says, I'm going to get our girls back. So yeah. I don't know if it's his daughters or just, like, the towns. I think it was his. Okay. Because at the start, there was, a, there was a scene where at the funeral, they were hugging. Yeah. So I think I think it was his kids. Um, glass. So glass, that was confusing as book. And also, how did you get Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, and... Um, you, uh, James McAvoy, all in one film, like what? And Sarah Paulson, but like what? Yeah, it was like that odd? Like I thought the whole thing was going to be like sort of roping in characters that they played in the past. I thought it was so going to be I like thought, a Wreck-It Ralph kind of thing. Well, where I they thought had Bruce that... Willis was going to be like the the um... character from Die Hard, right? No, the character from Red. Oh, and and Samuel L. Jackson was going to be one of his characters, and James McAvoy was going to be one of his. Yeah. Um, so I don't even know the, what to make of the glass. No, because <laughs> even the suit that James McAvoy had on looked like the X-Men suit, like the yellow and stuff. And, and the way when he was in his personality of Beast, um, the way he was running and acting and things yeah. like that was Beast from X-Men. Yeah. So it's like, what is this film? I don't know. But it's and M. Night the, the leader of the wall is in a wheelchair. Come yeah. on now, what is going on? Manite. Manite. Mm, ma. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Ma. <laughs> 
It's a Nobody scrubs, ever says my it's a scrubs right. reference, by the way. <laughs> um, Nobody ever says my name right. I say his ma. Huh? You got you th- two bigger things to worry about. <laughs> Stop with all the plot twists. <laughs> right, anyway. Um, so, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of M. Night Shyamalan, so that might also be clouding it because I don't understand him as much. But it's it's weird because I was like, watching it for the first five seconds, I was like, okay, I'm intrigued. Mm. And then it all was happening. And James McAvoy apparently has a thousand personalities within him. Something like that. And, and they all do different. And, you know, Samuel L. Jackson is the main brain behind it, but he's very fragile because his bones break really easily, hence why he's called Dr. Glass. Mr. Mr. Sorry, Mr. Glass. Um, and Mr. what's Glass. his name? Bruce Willis is just basically... Um, oh, who am I thinking of? Which superhero am I thinking of? Isn't he just strong? No, because he well, said that he... Or something? He no, survives he, a train crash? Yeah, but then he also said that when he bumps into someone, he sees... Oh, right, okay. Like a future or something. But, but I guess it, it's but a future of like where they commit something evil, which is very similar to something else that I know of. It's, um... You know what I mean? Ah, shit. Who's that? that, that Tom like... Cruise in it. What? Uh, you're probably thinking of something completely different to me. But I'm I think I'm thinking of one of the Inhumans. Oh. No, I'm thinking of... I think I'm thinking of a different film altogether. Cool, um, but there was that. that was, there's the part of me that thinks that there's a superhero somewhere who can see how people die when they die. But oh, then there's that also, rings a bell. And but then there's also Minority Report. That's minority Report. But isn't there also a superhero who can see into the future in terms of it's, who yeah, they're going to kill? Like when they're yeah, going to commit a murder or it's something. something like that, yeah. That um, like but that's what it looked now. like anyway, which is a bit weird. But it's, just don't know what the hell is happening. But people are really excited for it, so I don't know what... But I don't know. I, I think Mr. Glass and James McAvoy's character are bad guys. Bruce yeah, Glass is that's a good what guy. it seems like. I, I don't know what the hell is going on. To no, me honest, either. So that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. And then there was something else I was excited for from that list. Stop. That was the Clone Wars, which made you less excited once I told you that they're only going to be releasing it. Okay. I'll, I'll torrent it. Okay. Everyone can hear me. I'll fucking find a way to watch it. I'm not subscribing to Disney streaming service. This is a rant I'll get into later on. But out of principle, I'm not subscribing to any other streaming service. It's not going to happen. Oh, since we've already mentioned Titans, by the way, DC are making and releasing their own streaming service, which is called DC Universe, which is A, an entirely horrendously unoriginal name, and B, will be an entirely unoriginal and horrendously unpopular streaming service because DC are garbage. Yeah. Carry on. I mean, to be fair, they shouldn't really be doing this when they don't even have a good enough audience to make a film. Well, this they is shouldn't what I really mean, be doing like, a whole streaming service. They're trying to do the whole exclusivity thing. Like, oh, you, you can only see this on our streaming service. And everyone's like, good, I won't see it anywhere else then. Grand. Yeah. You keep Please it to your it own streaming. Else. Like, they should release it as like a blackmail thing. Like, if you pay us, we won't make you subscribe to our streaming service. If you don't pay us, you have it. That streaming mm-hmm. service is yours forever. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, take yeah. my money and leave me alone. <laughs> um, but yes, so, that's, I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. Um, but what else are you excited for from that list? Um, like I say, there was Star Wars. There was that weird YouTube Originals one. Oh, yeah, that was one that I was kind of like... Origin, was it called? Or Origin, yeah, which I was kind of like... Oh. I don't know what the hell it's about don't know what it's about it kind of sounded like they were mutants but not mutants i thought they were just people who were on a spaceship 
Yeah, but it turns into a horror film or something. Yeah, kind of. Because they get it to the spaceship and they're like, "Where's the crew?" And then there's like shit dripping from the walls and stuff. And you're like, "Well, that's obviously alien goop." But it's meant to be sci-fi, apparently. Um, Aliens. Again. It's you know what it sounds like. It's like from the trailer. It looks like it's a that film with Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, Passengers, but with more uh, people and an actual horror aspect to it. Because I felt like that Passengers film was literally just there's these two people on a spaceship. Yeah, a lot of people had a problem with it, you know. I don't know, we, we haven't whole, seen it yet, so... About the whole, oh, well, he, like, woke up alone, so he forced this woman to fall in love with him so he wouldn't be lonely. Ah! That Which, old, that, that old, old chestnut. chestnut. Um, Classic Chris Pratt. Well, I don't like Chris Pratt anymore, to be fair, so... Yeah, you don't like him. But... So that one was a bit funny. I was just intrigued by the fact that YouTube Originals was making a proper full-on film mm. because like youtubers have been making collaborations with youtube originals which mm. are quite interesting some of them like for example one of them which i i didn't think i would enjoy but the concept of it is basically it's like a real life try to escape kind of tv show and it's one of the youtubers joey crusefa he kind of heads it up but he has other youtubers join him in characters but the characters only extend to the like the way that they dress and some plot points but actually everything is them reacting live to actors harassing them kind of thing like it's it's really interesting um and it's a kind of you know the thing is the whole premise is who's gonna survive at the end of the night kind of thing and it's kind of like a like a live action murder mystery almost i don't know it's a bit funny murder judith if anybody still remembers <laughs> Vine, um, oh, but it it is interesting, and it's you know, but YouTubers have been doing that in terms of like short TV shows or yeah, yeah, extended they've... films. But now it's you know, if if YouTube originals are making this film, I mean, they had you know the only, I mean, to be fair, the only like actual actor that I could see in that film was was Tom Felton, who hasn't done much since Harry Potter. Um, he was the one who played Draco Malfoy. Ah, um, the name did ring a bell. Yeah. So I saw him there, but like, you know, if they're actually branching into this, goddamn. But like, this is my problem with the streaming services as they are right now. Only Netflix is worldwide. Yeah. And yes, there there are some countries that Netflix still doesn't go to, but most of the time, whereas YouTube Premium, you can't get anywhere but in the US, which is pissing me off because it's like, so, so you've got all these things happening mm. on YouTube Premium. You're pushing it through your platform yeah. and yet you're not giving everybody access to it. Yeah. Like, that's just stupid. That's just, like, ridiculous. Which is what I'm worried about with the Disney streaming service and all these streaming services. It's like, so it's going to happen, but it's primarily going to happen in the US with maybe rollouts. I mean, we're lucky that we're in the UK because it's, like, the second country that things go to. But, like, everybody else, I don't think it's going to happen very fast. And that's just disappointing. And like I said, you know, with all these streaming services happening, there's going to be a new business opportunity for people who can aggregate them all under one price. So it'll be like a service to say, pay us £10 a month and we will give you these three streaming services. Like, it's going to be a thing. Because brokerage systems are a thing already like in a lot of industries. So that's going to be... I'm Mark just, my words, somebody's like, going to do that. Like I say, I'm just getting annoyed with the whole streaming thing now because DC have released their own. Uh, Disney are releasing their own, yep. obviously. And... They're doing things that are going to be exclusive on those channels. And it's like, well, they could make very, very similar amounts of money if they just fucking sold it to Netflix. Like, not sell it to Netflix, but you know what I mean? Paid Netflix to host it on their 
on I'm, Netflix, the most popular streaming service in the world. I'm guessing that they must have done their maths right. Well, I guess. I mean, I know these are proper it's like, billionaire businessmen, but at the end of the day, it's like, if people are just going to start getting pissed off. Well, it's like Spotify, though. How much goes to the the artist? Like no, point, like one pence per listen. So but it's like, you know. Like, oh great i'm subscribed to netflix so i can watch this tv show but i need to subscribe to this one to watch this one i need to subscribe to this one to watch this one it's like people are just gonna start getting fucked off and stop watching things entirely because it's they're like, not not i mean like not all together yeah I mean, certain shows are gonna start losing viewers when they're like oh we're only on hbo streaming service now and not on anywhere else in the world everyone's like well i'm not gonna pay to watch it mm. it's like it, we're essentially starting to pay more and more for tv well which is pretty shitty yeah i mean i guess there are some partnerships like for example iZombie isn't a netflix show no it's not it's a cw show but it, it's on tv but then it goes on to netflix so maybe there's something that well, they'll do with that like, but that's again not like gonna BBC be favorite things like that do it obviously because yeah. there's tons of bbc bbc shows on netflix yeah and hbo and things like that you know yeah, but, anyway. but I guess, like, you know, they're going to have to think about a lot more to sell to the customer. Because, like, there's also Amazon Prime, but at least with Prime, you also get everything else that goes along with Prime. Like, free delivery, next day delivery. Like, <laughs> that is huge for, you know, consumers of today. Yeah, yeah. So, as much as Prime Video is probably not not comparable to Netflix, once you add all the other perks onto yeah. it, it's worth the money. But, it's, so, yeah, like you say, you get Amazon Prime, you get all this shit with it. Yeah. And like you say, I mean... Prime Video has some good stuff on lately. Yes, but if you had to choose, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 they're gonna have to think a lot, long and hard about all of that. Um, and what else was on our list of things? Um, there was also we haven't properly talk about Star Wars. Yeah, so geek out about Star Wars. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Is that it? Yeah, that's just disappointing. Right, so there was a trailer released for a new season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars, which is just absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um which Maggie has now expressed interest in watching, so I'm just so excited. I've always been interested in watching it. No, what the I hell, watched man? like two we episodes could, we from the start. Ages ago. I watched two episodes at the start, but I thought you had already watched so many that I didn't want to slow you down. I'm down and... for watching these things again, you know this. But I, I had watched them because I loved the fact that it explained a part of Star Wars. Yeah, this, but so like, this is the what only I was going to say. Like, the it, only it, thing that puts people off is that it's animated. Yeah, people think it's for kids. And it's, I'm not saying it's not for kids, but it's not just for kids. It's for, you know, it's a whole audience. There is still tons of gratuitous violence in there and, you know, mm. Jedi cutting robots in half and and clone troopers getting shot and blown up and things like that. Um, but yeah, so the the thing that we like the most about it is that it explains the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and that basically covers everything that happens in between episodes two and three, which is, and I didn't realize this, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like... You kind of go from episode two with the Clone Wars literally just starting, and mm. then you go to episode three where it ends. You know, it starts with them having a, a bit of a dogfight in space and all this kind of stuff, and then, but it, that's pretty much where the Clone Wars ends because that's when the Empire starts to rise up. All the Jedi are dead, you know, mm-hmm. all the clone troopers are now stormtroopers, etc. Um, so, yeah, the Clone Wars TV show basically explains and shows you everything that happens in there, which. Uh, law-wise is a lot of stuff. Like, oh, there's yeah. a lot of things that go down with Anakin and Obi-Wan. It shows Anakin's descent towards mm, the dark the side. Dark side. Yeah. Um, so that's really interesting to see because, like, you, you can almost, if you watch the TV show, which is based on the actual lore of the universe, 
you can almost pinpoint the exact moment where you start to go, oh, shit, he's already starting to turn. Like, he mm. doesn't turn evil in the show or anything, but you can tell he starts losing his temper a bit more mm-hmm. often and he, he hates getting involved with the politics more often. Things like that. He wants to look after his stormtroopers, uh, his clone troopers, rather, mm. and that's it. Um, but obviously it also shows you people like Captain Rex and Cody and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest, you know, as a an impartial viewer, that trailer was basically just awesome Star Wars music with a tiny bit of context, but like not much else. Well, like I say, that's like every Star Wars trailer. Yeah. All you need is the music to get yeah, people hyped. That's and that's, <laughs> that's like hype maximum. That's like drive. John Williams did so well with that yeah, one. He, it's I like, bet he is. Sitting back somewhere, yeah. comfortably, just laughing away to himself. Yeah, because he created the soundtrack that no matter where it plays, everybody knows what yeah. it is. Even if you've never seen it before, yeah, you that know. song comes on, you're like, oh yeah, this is that, uh, dun, this is that Star Wars song. Yeah, that one. Maggie. Okay, I'm done. Are you sure? You also have to give her a second to get it out of us. Okay, there we go. You sure? Cool. I'm out. Yep, yep. She's I'm good, guys. She's good. So, as as much as you're excited for it, the problem is, is that it's going to be exclusively on Disney streaming service. And I just looked it up, and Disney streaming service is not going to feature R-rated um, shows of theirs. So, things like Jessica Jones and all of them mm. are still going to stay on Netflix. Things like something else they mentioned but anything that's already on a streaming service and is r-rated is going to stay there so that's interesting they're trying to make theirs be like max the probably pg-13 or whatever yeah, yeah they were the one for kids i imagine yeah so that could determine the future as well a little yeah. bit. Um, um but yeah I'm, I'm super hyped for that and i can't wait to get you mm-hmm. watching the clone wars because it's awesome um stand, son. sorry no and then we also watched a teaser for the new Doctor, for Doctor Who. Doctor Who. Which my first comment on that is, so every other Doctor had one, maximum two companions for maybe three episodes. She needs three straight off the bat. Cool. Like, I, I don't think it's anything in particular. No, I but... I think they're just trying to shoehorn in more characters to try and make it more interesting. It's not because the, she's a woman. No, 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 no. But I'm just thinking, you know, she says, you know, like, I have to go through all this and blah, blah, blah. Like, will you be my friends? And it would have made more sense if you're going to have that many... Because usually when you have that many companions, it's companions from a previous life. You know, it's like, it's it's when they brought in Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane and all of them, like, and K9, like, there's usually more companions, but that usually means that some of those companions are known to the Doctor from a previous life, whereas this seems to be three brand new companions we haven't met before. Which is a bit strange. With Matt Smith, you had, like, Amy and Rory, I guess. Yes, but Rory was at least attached to one of them, whereas this looks like three completely separate people. Does, right? Like, the trailer doesn't show so much at all. Oh, we are running over on time. Oh, so yeah. Quite substantially. Ah, well. There's a lot to discuss here. There's a lot to unpack. It is Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. There's There's a a lot lot going on, yeah. yeah. Um, So, I think those are the trailers that we watched. I don't think there was any other one. But yeah, so, overall, eh. Eh. Excited for... A couple. A couple. I mean, this is only us cherry-picking some of the trailers. 
obviously it's Comic Con. There's going to be a bunch of trailers released. Yes. So you know, um, we will maybe do some more episodes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's just how what we think of some of the trailers that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. The stuff we're excited for. Um, Fantastic Beasts, Star Wars, Maggie. A little bit of origin, but that's about it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But yes, I agree. Fantastic Beasts, I will geek out over. And I just yeah. want to now go watch Fantastic Beasts 1. Can we watch it after this, please? Please? No, it's bedtime. Oh, come on. It's bedtime. Plus, no. we have to record another episode. Mm. And then it's bedtime. Oh. We can watch some of it in bed. Okay, thank you. Well, so, yeah. so, yeah, so that's it. Alex, do we have some regularly scheduled programming now? Of course we do. We yeah. happen to have a random useless fact and some good, good news. Okay, do you want to just take them both rather than me waddling Jealous. over? Sorry. So, random useless fact. Okay, hear me. Every acre of American crops harvested uh-huh. contains 100 pounds of insects. Rapidly moving on from that. That's just foul. Um, okay, can we? Can we? Can if anybody from the British government is listening, do we really want to make a trade deal with the US? I just, I'm just saying. I, don't I mean, want it's that. it's Trump. Do we really want to be involved with him in any way? Um, mm-hmm. The good news. So mm-hmm. this is for you know. I need good news. Everyone needs good news. This is the news that has been coming out lately. That's just been buried under an avalanche of shit. shit. Um, so we have. Well, I say we, not me personally. Scientists somewhere have figured out how to turn stem cells into human heart cells. Oh. The goal is to use a catheter to plant new cells into a damaged heart, letting the heart remuscularize and repair itself. This may strike the final blow in the war against heart disease, the number one cause of death in the world. Wow. So they may be slightly closer to a cure for heart disease, and this hasn't been in the news. How has this not been in the news? <laughs> This is ridiculous. They're one step closer to a cure for heart disease. The number one killer in the world. I, I know her. I'm, re- I'm reading me. about it from Cracked. That's how, like, That's niche. ridiculous. That's insane. That's ridiculous. But yeah, that's that is your, sad. That's your right. This is why we have this segment. Because exactly. these things are getting buried under a pile of terrorists Garbage. do this, terrorists do that, Trump, Trump says this bullshit, this. and Brexiters are saying this. Like, all of this is getting buried, and it's like we need to know more about this. Like that is amazing. Yeah, the that's, fact that, that they is can sheer progress. The, the fact that they can make a heart repair itself by injecting it with a certain type of cell is fucking amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. That's tell. great. Thank you. Thank you. That's made my day better. Anytime. Uh, wait till I get to the next one. Ooh. Which is find out the next episode. Oh. Teaser. I, I got you. Teaser. Um, so, yes, that wraps it up for this episode. Don't forget to find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie, what else can they do to support us? If you want to support us in a very small way, but one that we would find absolutely like delightful, you can go onto our website and find a button for coffee where if you have PayPal, you can just send us a cup of coffee. Woo. You'll just be like, hey guys, here's a cup of coffee for you. Which would be awesome. That'd be fantastic. So mm-hmm. don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Uh, let's grow the community. Let's do some more things. That would be absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, we're on Spotify now. Yay! Fun times. So we're on 
Google Podcasts, which is a new thing now. We're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, we're on all the big hitters. So, mm-hmm. well, by proxy, beyond all the little hitters as well. So, wherever you're listening to us, thank you very much. Leave a comment, leave a review, get involved with the discussion. Uh, let us know which stuff from Comic-Con you enjoyed. Mm-hmm. If you were lucky enough to be at any of the Comic-Con panels, let Please us know us. how fantastically awesome it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that about wraps it up for today's episode. So thank you all very much for listening. As always, I've been Alex. I've been Maggie. And this was Socially Cox. Bye!